feel like it has been so long. Like, it's crazy. I feel like when you leave for college, like how you just like people just like when you're a kid, you don't really think about like when you are not going to see people again. You're just like in this bubble and you like you just assume everyone's going to be around you forever. And then you leave and you're like, holy crap, what the hell? Like, where are all of these amazing people that I've met throughout my life? And one thing that I feel so blessed about growing up on St. Martin is I feel like because we grew up on such a small island, like I really got to build like incredible relationships with people, like including yourself, that it's crazy to now like be able to like grow those relationships and to connect with you again and to like see how far you've grown just like since the time that we've met when we were kids in like Rotary and just like to see the journey like you and your sister have been going through like black excellence, like Caribbean excellence. Like it's like so incredible. And I, I mean, like I personally, I'm not an athlete. We know this. I am not an athlete, but like to see, and I remember like having to prep for them carib serve swim competitions and tryouts would be stressing oh, your girl okay. out. Like I would be like, nah, I'm not the one. Like I remember every time I had to go to carib surf to swim, like I hated jumping off any diving boards. Like I hated having to like, you know, be time. Like I was not the one. Like I'm like, can I just breaststroke through this pool, please? Like why y'all stressing me, stressing me? But like to see how like you have been able to just like break so many ceilings is just oh my god I'm so proud but I'm curious Tatiana can you can you share with the folks like your journey and like I guess like how has it been becoming an athlete like growing up in the Caribbean because I feel like a lot of people might feel like we are disadvantaged but I don't think so I feel like we have so much to be grateful for um and I'm curious like how was it becoming an athlete especially becoming like a really well-renowned swimmer within the region and like going to all of these competitions and doing so well with like coming from a small island. How was that? Um, it was crazy. Uh, let me just say first off, you said Carib Surf. I think that's like an internet company. I think you meant Carib Swim Team. Bruh, you see, this is what <laughs> happens when like you leave the island. In my brain, that's what it was. Carib Swim. You're right. Oops. Carib Serve, I think, is an internet provider, but I got you. <laughs> you right, you right. But honestly, um, I've been doing this. I think I started when I was like, I start. I think I learned how to swim when I was four, and I got into it competitively because my mom constantly tells me it was because of my asthma. Because when she had to pay for inhalers, it was like maybe two fifty a month for an inhaler, but for like. A swimming membership it was like maybe $60 a month so she was like uh you're a swimmer now <laughs> like that's how I started when I think of like training on the island I mostly think of like when I was on the national team and I have to get up at like 4 a.m and then swim at Bel Air at like from five to like seven and then I get changed and then my mom would take me to MPC and then I have class from like 7 30 until like three most days and then I go to the gym or I go to carib swim team and it was just like <laughs> that's what I think of yeah like I like the fact that you're saying that I'm like wait you were like waking up to go to swim practice at five in the morning bruh I can't even imagine getting out of bed now just voluntarily <laughs> to do that I guess like what made you want did you like always want to be a swimmer or like was it because like the fact that you had asthma that other sports maybe just were not accessible for you 
Um, I started dancing and swimming, but I definitely gravitated more towards swimming. And I think once I got on the swim team and I really like integrated with the swim team, I remember seeing like the older kids and I was like, whoa, I want to be like them. And I just kind of like stuck with that. So my goal was just to like be like the older kids and <laughs> further if I could. I feel you. I feel you. I guess were there like particular swimmers that you looked up to when you were like prepping to be on the swim team? Oh my gosh, immediately. Yes. First off, uh, this girl named Naomi Corstania. She was like, I don't even know if I should like name off all these people. No, I mean, name them. <laughs> like if these are the people that influenced you, I want to know. Uh, there were like, there's like a group of like fast boys. I don't even know if you would recognize them, but it was like Steven Close, Steven, Steven Luke. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember. That was like the swim boys of like NPC. And I was like, whoa, I just remember being like younger than younger than them and like being in the pool at the same time as them. And my mom always tells a story of how like when I'd go to like swim practice, like learning how to swim, not yet like training on the team, my coach would try to get me to like float in the water and do laps to like start out but I would always stop and look at like the boys doing like butterfly or like racing super hard and I'd be like I don't want to learn how to swim I want to do that instead (laughs) and they'd have to be like steps I'm like no I'm not doing this I want to do that that's wild it's so interesting because I like on St. Martin the swim competitions are like very tense especially between the schools like there is hot competition and that's why I wanted nothing to do with it I was like nope this is not my bucket Mm -mm, I am not the one like I guess like how did you I guess like when was your first competition or like how is it prepping for swim competitions or is it pretty much just like that routine of consistency of training like every morning or is there a particular regimen that you need to go through to prepare for competitions versus just maybe the regular season at carib swim um oh first off i want to say absolutely lived for those like high school swim meets those were super they were too competitive yeah like they're hella competitive (laughs) and for what i don't know but i lived for it it was so good i think i did my first competition i was like maybe seven but the thing is with swimming there's no like real off season like interesting especially if you're in a warm climate where you can swim all year round so you do swim just all year round I had a lot of like kind of tough coaches where we'd only really get like Christmas day off or like we'd even like swim through holidays like we didn't really get like days interesting like all year round Now for a message from our sponsors. Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all, and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. (laughs) 
So Say Less Sis has recently like called both you and your sisters out as like figures for Swilligan Black History Month, right? Because I feel like in St. Martin, we don't really uplift our own heroes. So I'm so proud of Say Less Sis for recognizing the triumphs that your family is making in this in this industry because I feel like it's not one that we have seen many St. Martiners, you know, be triumphant in or like really make a name for our country and I think like when we think about professional sports on our island it's usually basketball or like soccer or cricket you know for like the West Indies cups and stuff like that but I'm curious like how was the journey for you like did you know that you always wanted to be a professional swimmer or is that something that you're still like trying to figure out who you want to be or like what is the career that Tatiana wants to have I think I always knew that I wanted to be a professional swimmer like even right now I'm still like like kind of unsure about my path but I'm like I think this is something I want to stick with for a while yeah I guess like when was the first time you knew that like you really loved to swim or I guess like when was the first do you remember the first time you even got in the water um my mom oh, I'm sorry I'm just gonna bring up like a lot of stories that my mom yeah told. no go ahead to bring up like how hard of a time I would give the coach who was like teaching me to swim because listen I was like the type of kid who was like if the water's cold I'm not getting in I don't care if you paid for this lesson it's not happening <laughs> so they would have to like place me in the water to get me like going acclimated I feel <laughs> But um, I remember when I started on the swim team, I was terrified. I didn't even talk to anybody. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't even know, like, how I'm even going to, like, do this. Because it was just when I was getting out of, like, the learning to swim to competitive swimming. And everybody had been there for a while. So I was just like, I don't even know how I'm going to do this, like, that kind of way. I feel, I feel, I like I mentioned to you earlier, like, I am not. I don't have an athletic bone in my body. Like that kind of competition is one that actually scares the bejesus out of me. Like that is one form of comp. Like that is a kind of pressure that I feel like I definitely did not do well under. Like I remember even prepping or like the tryouts that the schools would have for like the That's swim much. teams. Like I was not the one. Like I, I remember my mom forced me to learn how to swim because she told me that I wouldn't get into school where I couldn't get into college without like a swimming diploma, which is obviously a lie. Like that was like a hundred percent a lie. She did what she had to to get you. <laughs> but what she you did what she had to do. And it's so funny to me, like on an island, like how many people don't know how to swim? Oh my gosh. It is And I'm like, bruh, we live on an island. Like this is essential skills what is going on yeah that's one of the reasons why whenever I go back I think for the last three years I would just like volunteer for like the learn to swim program because like it's crazy to me that like you can't like go to the beach and float. you said you can float around that's all you really need to be able to do <laughs> just be able to float if anything happens that is so I guess like when did you join the swim team at NPC or were you already swimming at Carib Swim before oh. that yeah, because I think I've been competing since I was like seven or eight. So when okay. I uh NPC swim team, when did I think I joined in my like freshman year? Yes, I okay. joined my freshman year, and I was already like in the flow of like swimming. It was me, uh, Lashawn Brown, because his dad has like that swim team, uh, and there were like a couple others who already knew how to swim. So 
like we had like a pretty sturdy team i don't remember if we won <laughs> but like i remember we had like a pretty strong swim team i think i was just so glad to like participate because it was just so fun like the competitive atmosphere i love oh that i remember like if there was one opportunity for school pride it was them swim matches like they had cheerleaders and everything just for these swim matches because it was so tense to be on the team yeah. and like it was like all of the schools on the dead side just like neck and neck and obviously you have all of the private schools trying to be like we better than everybody else and then you have all the public schools that are trying to be like screw you to the private school kids you know <laughs> i guess like how is it when you join the swim team, actually preparing for those competitions, like, do you have a very rigorous training schedule that coaches put you on to prepare for like the the high school swim matches? Uh, for the high school swim matches, it was more like a seasonal thing. So it's like, oh, swim season is coming up. If you want to come to the competition, sign up by this time and then you can go. But like the more mm. the preparation for me with my swimming career came from Carib swim team. And we've had okay, like, okay. different coaches but they all have the same like kind of format where during the summer that's when it's like the most intense because I actually used to not look forward to summer because when there was school I at least got like a break I remember I had a coach one year where she was like oh you're not in school I expect you training like five hours a day <laughs> so I was praying for like so like what are they training you for like is this with the assumption that they knew like you wanted to be a professional swimmer or was it like they were training you so that when the school season began that you would be prepared for the the swim matches um at the time well we were all like younger kids so it was like some of us wanted to be professional some of us just kind of wanted to like see where we went with it but it was really just to go as far as we could so we started going to Carifta, which i think is considered like the olympics of the caribbean so it was like training towards what? that and seeing if we could go higher than that and like just just going with as far as we could but that was no joke. I remember like we were training like six days a week. We'd have to run like five miles before practice and then we would swim and then we would do like kind of like gym work or like pull-ups and push-ups and all that stuff. And then we'd take like a break and then we'd have to come back in the afternoon. And then on Sundays we'd have like CrossFit and it was <laughs> thinking back. I'm like, I'm so shook. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so surprise like how rigorous it was they had y'all or they have y'all i should say because like i'm i'm telling you oblivious to anything athletic like i was all you know me debate all that extra shit i have no clue wow i guess like did you enjoy that like intensive training or were there like i guess like how do you deal with that because i feel like i would take that kind of pressure and like I don't know it was not for me but I'm curious like how do you handle that level of like intensive training on the regular um as it got more intense it did like obviously get like mentally harder but because I kind of surrounded myself in this sort of like bubble of people who are on the same path as me it's like when I get tired I can kind of fall back on them and they're still going so I'm like okay I gotta keep going but um yeah as it got more intense you could see like people kind of like falling off but definitely being on a super intense team it kind of peer pressures you into being a better athlete so I love that yeah. I owe like all my swim teammates my life <laughs> because if I were like the only person on the team it would have been hard for me to keep going but the fact that they showed up every day made me want to show up every day and made me want to like compete with them so yeah that's awesome I guess like when you're operating on a swim team 
when you're in the competition, does the scoring, is it usually just applied to the individual or does like the individual score impact the overall team performance as well? Oh, both. So it's kind of awarded based on like for each race, you have the individuals one, two, three, and then at the very end, they add up all the points, whichever teams like place in the top three, all the individual points accumulate to like the team points. And then there's that. Okay. So now that you're like, would you say like you're pretty, I would, I would, obviously I would say you're pretty deep into the swimming world. For someone who has like absolutely no clue, I only know, you know, the regular backstroke, you know, your butterfly, your freestyle. I guess like, is there what, like what are all like the flavors or like the different techniques to swimming that I feel like people that are not swimmers are like oblivious to, but like as a swimmer, there are like obviously different techniques that you, I'm assuming have to perfect in is there one that like a specific style of swimming that you prefer or you're like, that is my niche. I love that type of swimming specifically. And that's the type that I want to kill it at. Oh, yes. I'm definitely a short distance girl. Like okay. shout out to everyone who can swim the 5Ks and the 10Ks. I love that for you. I'll do my 50 meters. <laughs> but I do a freestyle and butterfly. Those are my like two mm. niches butterfly and freestyle mm -hmm. i guess like what is it about butterfly and freestyle that you like compared to the other forms of swimming or is it just like personal preference or you just like the the i always thought that the butterfly looked aesthetically pleasing just mm -hmm. to see in the water <laughs> but like i'm sure there's more to it than that it's technically the easiest to learn it's the most like interesting it's the most tiring easily the most tiring because you're literally like lifting yourself out of the water constantly but it's technically the easiest to learn I can't do backstroke. I can't see where I'm going. I just, it just never picked up for me. So that was out. Breaststroke is even more tiring <laughs> than butterfly. So it was like butterfly. It is in freestyle. Freestyle is like the, like the staple stroke. It's like the one. Okay. Okay. Does. So yeah. Like how do you, so like, what are the tricks that makes like a great, like, I guess like what goes into making a great swimmer? Cause like when I look at the Olympics, all I really know is like Michael Phelps, let's be real. Like this, I feel like what, who most common folk that don't really care about sports, they just know like the number one, which is Michael Phelps. Mm -hmm. And, but like, usually like I always see, you know, like when they're under the water and then they like hit the wall and then they do that cool little like flip and push back too. off. It's yeah. like so aesthetically pleasing. I'm curious, like what are the actual techniques to like, being great in a category is it like when you launch off of the da like the diving board into the water and like getting that stream like the stream entrance line? into the water yeah oh, that streamline or is it like the technique okay so like all my little swim secrets uh let me see <laughs> oh uh, a big one definitely stay underwater for as long as you can because like, interesting you travel fast. like when you first get in like yeah. when you first okay yeah because that's interesting. just the fastest that you'll be because once you get up above the water you have to start like actually doing work but that like dive that's the fastest you're gonna be for the entire race mm. as long as like you can the flip turns yeah that's a big thing for me because uh when i do a 25 meter pool i have like one chance to flip turn and if you flip turn wrong just just forget it <laughs> the race is over <laughs> interesting like because like i feel like i'm just thinking about it as like literally a con like a regular person that has absolutely no clue what actually goes into all of these different techniques but what makes like the perfect flip turn because you're saying like if you did it wrong then you're screwed but 
Like, how do you mess it up? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of ways I can put this in like layman's terms, <laughs> but like for you just have to be quick about it like okay I okay go into the anatomy of it without like maybe losing like the viewers who i feel you viewers. they're like what is she talking about <laughs> i guess like because i feel like okay so a huge part of it was training and like the physical endurance to actually maintain like the strength what is like the most important physical characteristic to be a great swimmer because i know like for boys like they're always like you have to shave and like you have to be like completely like sleek and you have you can't yeah. have like any like curvature of any kind you just gotta be like a broad-shouldered you know just sleek <laughs> I know what you mean I think so I mean one thing that may be surprising is like how much is emphasized in like flexibility because you literally Interesting. Have to, like, just float through the water like a fish especially flexibility in your ankles that's something I didn't know until like farther along but flexibility in your ankles that's where it's at apparently well my ankles ain't flexible so I know I'm definitely not meant to be a swimmer <laughs> I guess like is what I guess like do you what was it like I guess like being a swimmer on St. Martin specifically because I feel like you know in a lot of like these bigger countries and I know like now you're in Miami and I'm sure like in the U.S. there's uh, a lot more like facilities I think like to support swimmers that really want to be professional swimmers Olympic swimmers like you have the pools that are designed you know to be Olympian standard and mm -hmm. you can really train in a bunch of different environments um in like larger countries that have bigger budgets but i'm curious like how was it that you feel like your journey was growing up on the island and like building your swim career on the island like do you are you happy that you started in st martin or do you sometimes like wish that we had some of the luxuries that maybe larger countries have to support their athletes um i definitely think starting on st martin for me was like perfect because it like started off as like a fun thing that you do with your friends and then we kind of yeah start, and then we start off on this track of like oh it's getting more intense like who's staying with us who are we really like who are we losing and it just gets like it got more intense uh over time and I think by the time that I was no longer looking up to the older kids and I became one of like the older kids uh I uh, that was actually perfect because by the time I became like an older kid on the swim yeah. team that everybody else was like looking up to that's actually when Hurricane Irma like hit us Dang. and this swim team in Fort Lauderdale which hosts like Olympians this swim team is like crazy um which I actually moved to the summer before Irma hit we were trying to do like fundraising so I mean my sister could go to one of their super intense summer camps and I awesome. think it was like it would have been like two thousand dollars a week or something just to like train with all these like crazy good like coaches and Olympians from all over the world. Two thousand dollars a week I, for I how many weeks? <laughs> we would have collected funds and made it work somehow, but uh, we ended up not like getting the funds in time to be able to go. And then Hurricane Irma like hit and like demolished the island. And of course, Azura, which is a team that we were trying to go to they heard about it and they were like hey if any swimmers from St. Martin you know we heard you are in a devastated state right now if you want to move to Fort Lauderdale we'll give you an entire year free of training with us so we were on the plane by Saturday I was like we're like yes <laughs> sign me up sis this is the opportunity I feel that's awesome that is so awesome so I I think it was perfect because I like built up my confidence as a swimmer and I kind of like hit the ceiling a little bit 
And then, so my confidence was like sky high. And I get to Fort Lauderdale where it's like super competitive. And I was like, yeah. do I even know how to swim compared to these people? I was like the bottom of the barrel for the, I got my- You're like, what am I doing? I guess I don't know anything. I got my foot handed to me for like the entire year that I was here. I improved so much, but it was like every day I was like, this is so much harder than I thought it was, but I like stuck it out. And they're going to what about it was so hard like was it just like the the schedule that they have you on over there or like i guess like yeah or is it just like the competition of all of the different athletes that you're competing against or training against uh all of it like there are thousands of swimmers like trying to get that number one spot but also the training was different because on st martin it is a little bit more like conversational even in practices like a coach would stop and ask us how our day was i get to the pool the coach would be like get in the water let's go and they would just be drilling us for like two hours straight no break and when i got in they were already on like a higher level and they weren't like oh you're new we'll like you know make a little plan for you so you can get up here they were like we're here you're either in or you're out and it was tough (laughs) for a really long time i guess like Outside of that, like, how was it moving to the United States? Because I have felt like even when I came to America, it was definitely like, I wouldn't say like a culture shock, but it definitely was like an awakening of -hmm. sorts of like having the blinds removed of like even what America is versus like what we are grown up to believe that America is. How was it for you? Like when you moved to the United States, was it an easy transition? Like, do you love Florida or you're like, Oh, yeah, I love St. it. St. Martin is still forever greater. I love it, but I do see myself going back to St. Martin. Because when I came up here, I had started Havel 5, which is like my last year. And mm-hmm. I ended up uh, doing another year of like American high school. I got the full American. It was, we did a school shooter drill one time. I was like, wait, y'all do this for real? <laughs> you were like, they not kidding on the news. Like these people really crazy up here. Yeah, that's wild. That is wild. But I joined the uh, the high school swim team here. I don't like telling people this, but the city I live in is Plantation. So I went to Plantation High School and I was the only black girl on the swim team. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's weird in America, like how you can really be like the one black kid in a class. Like that still, I cannot, like, I find that so hard to wrap my head around. I'm like, what do you mean? You're the only black kid in your school. Like, what like what on the swim team on the swim team oh okay on the swim team i guess like has have you felt any like obstacles being a black woman in swimming because i feel like in the united states everything is about race and they like to really remind that you know remind you of that every freaking day when i'm like bro can you chill like can we just have a conversation without you bringing up race for a second but i'm curious like have you felt any like type of way about just like being a black woman in swimming in America or has it been okay um the swim team I'm Azura is actually pretty diverse for a while we awesome. were the only me and my sister were the only black girls on there but when like you bring that up remind me of like when I was in Dubai for world championships I went with this swim cap but it wasn't like a FINA certified 
swim cap. It was just like my swim cap and it didn't have the sponsor. So they gave me a swim cap with the sponsors on it. And I like braided my hair like it is right now, specifically so it could fit into the swim cap. Like I can't make my hair any smaller. Yeah, exactly. Like, like no. it is what it is. You gonna have to take it or leave it. Yeah. They gave me the swim cap and I was like, I don't know if this is going to like fit, but I put it on and I got up for my race. And as I like got up on the block and I bent over it, waiting for them to like blow the whistle, I literally felt it like, <laughs> I just had to swim the race. And by the time I like flip turned and came back, my cap was like off. There's like nothing I could do. I was like swimming. I was like, I can feel it. I can feel it coming off and I can feel my hair dragging me a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> I guess like, is there any... There are are there even swim caps for black hair in the swimming industry? There are. It's called a uh, swimmer, like S W I M M A. They have those like specifically for black hair. But I remember uh, they proposed it to the Olympics, but the Olympics like outruled it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't even know what to say. Tis tisk Olympics, <laughs> like like this is ridiculous. I guess other than that, like. How is it, I feel like, being in the water so much, like, does that affect, like, even, like, your your skin or, like, because I know, like, a lot of girls will talk about, like, the chlorine affecting their hair or, like, just drying out their skin overall. I guess, like, do you feel any of that as well or has that, like, had that not been a problem at all for oh, you? Oh, yeah, big time because, like, even with my, um, the girls on the swim team, well, on Azura, like, they, like, make no, not, like, negative comments or anything, but they noticed that I'd walk with, like, more products because they can get out of the pool and just be like oh i'm gonna go yeah i get out of the pool and i am great i am ashy <laughs> i cannot that's what i'm saying like <laughs> for some reason it's always like around my mouth that's where i get like the ashiest so i'm not going in public <laughs> until i slather myself in lotion or coconut oil or something that and just piling like so much conditioner in my hair constantly because it's always like super dry I still have split ends like I'm constantly cutting the split ends but they're just it's just a part of me at this point I don't know yeah that's what I'm trying to understand I'm like because like even me like I I know with like textured hair it's always like you can't have your hair wet like it has to dry out like you have to keep your hair dry like you we don't like people even say like at least for textured hair we don't wash our hair as frequently as like people with straight hair just because of the oils that we have in our hair that's important for the maintenance of our scalp and like mm-hmm. our hair quality and it's interesting that i feel like one thing that i still don't like so much about like the swimming industry is that they don't at least when it comes to understanding like different people's experiences in swimming and like how that just affects our physiology they still haven't really figured out a way to make it easier, I feel like, for Black swimmers to have the things that they need to be successful that I feel like maybe other racial groups that swim maybe don't really have to think as much about because their hair or, like, just their skin um, is different in the water or, like, has different effects to being in the water for so long. But I think it's great that you're, you know, you talk about the things that you have to do to just make sure that you're on fleek and that you are, you know, being true to yourself. And that's so incredible. I guess like what has been the most challenging part of being a swimmer? Sticking with it. Swimming is a boring sport. I'm just going to say it. Like a lot of it is just like, it's like a team sport, but you're by yourself. Cause you're not really talking to people. You're just doing laps, looking at a black line for hours so it's really just 
um sticking it out is that the phrase just sticking yeah. it out because there are some mornings where especially during the summer where I would be swimming like twice a day including like gym and all this other stuff that I have us doing I get up at like 6 a.m and I'm like am I really about to just jump in a freezing cold pool and just stare at a line for two hours and just like swing my arms around is that really what I want to do right now so I think just sticking it out but if you have like a good team and you have like friends who are like doing it with you that makes it so much easier that makes like all the difference honestly that's awesome because I was gonna say like I feel like you have tremendous discipline really because to be able to like wake up so early in the morning and to like keep through all of these trainings throughout the summer like all year round like you're swimming constantly that takes so much discipline I guess have you always had that mindset for like discipline and just like consistency or was that something that you also developed during your swim career that definitely came from like my swim career I think I've just had really good coaches not just coaches that like yell at you but coaches that like sit down and connect and talk and say like I believe in you and I think you need to do this and this to get where you need to go and they're like coach me through every aspect it's not just me showing up and them telling me what to do it's them being like hey we're about to start a really hard season it's going to be a really boring practice today but you should focus on this or maybe do this to make it a little bit easier but you do need to stick it out so having coaches that connect with you in, in addition to like a good team that'll take you all the way and I feel like like a lot, I feel like at least in the Olympics, there's been a lot of talk about like mental health for athletes, which I feel like athletes don't, or at least in the past, like never really spoke up a lot about. And I feel like, like you guys make like sports look so easy. Like you make swimming look like it's a piece of cake. And I know for a fact, I could not even keep up. <laughs> so I'm curious, like, how do you prioritize your mental health like throughout your swimming career journey? Or is that something that like, you're still working on or is that something that like coaches are talking about more seeing like the the latest shifts and trends in like just the olympics and what athletes what am i saying what athletes are talking about nowadays i definitely think my coaches have like made it more of a priority because the swimming federation even does these like little seminars where they can uh kind of connect with the athletes and give them little reminders to check in with themselves but I remember a lot of the things that like my coaches ingrained in me that I had to like unlearn because a lot of them were just like if you start something you gotta just stick it like see it through or like if you make a commitment you have to like which is great in like the swimming and like the sport context but I took that everywhere I know for work one time uh, I work from like nine to one and I'm a writing consultant and I do my consultancies okay. like online sometimes I flew to Puerto Rico to do a swimming competition and there were like a bunch of delays. So I was like traveling from like 9 p.m. And I got into my hotel at like maybe 5 a.m. And I just went to work <laughs> like a couple hours later. And my boss was like, why didn't you call out? Are you crazy? Like, don't do that. And I was like, that's just how I live life. <laughs> like, that's what I was taught. So it's just me learning like where to apply certain things and definitely take my mental health into like consideration a lot more now. Yeah, that's super important. Now I'm about to say, I was like, girl, you tripping. Like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, I am like, it's so interesting. I feel like I'm happy that athletes are taking their mental health into consideration because, I mean, you work your body so much, like, and you're so hard because it is a competition and there's only one person that can be number one, you know, and it's always, like, ranked. And I feel like a lot of times, like, I'm a very competitive person. So it's like when I'm losing, like, I'm not a happy camper. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not happy at all. And so I think it's super important to, like, 
yeah like have patience with yourself and to like be kind to yourself and I'm learning to do that more and more myself because it's like it's so important so that you can have that endurance you know for that long-term career that you're trying to build and grow because like you said like if you burn out then what you know then it's not fun anymore and I I love that you're talking about your swim career as something that you enjoy because I feel like that is so important like to find something that you really have fun doing and then it's something that you can go ahead and be your best self at as well it's so cool I guess like outside of swimming, who is Tatiana? Because I feel like everybody's hearing about you and your sisters for your swim career, but I know there's more to you than just swimming. So like, who is Tatiana? Like, how do you like to show up in the world? Like, how do you want people to know? Like, what would you like people to know about you? Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to answer that. Like... Because whenever somebody asks me to like introduce myself, the first thing I tell them is that I'm a swimmer from St. Martin. That's just like who I am to me. But outside of that, hold on, why I have like an identity crisis. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you about like my major. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead. Like, I guess like, yeah, like, what are you into? Like, what do you do outside of swimming? You know, that brings you joy when you're not in the pool. Um, I spent a lot of time reading. I told you I'm like a writing consultant right now, which is like my dream job, honestly. I just like really review people people's like papers and yeah, it's anything from like fan fiction or like like a little blurb that they have to do for class, like an about me page to like a policy paper that I like reviewed one time for the governor. Just like anything written, I would just like go over. Um, I'm a strategic communications major, so I'm looking at maybe going into PR but I spend a lot of my time like meditating that kind of ties into like prioritizing like my health and it's a lot harder than I thought to just like meditate every day even if it's just for like three minutes <laughs> it's a it's a tough exercise indeed what led you to meditating um it was brought up in one of the seminars because a big thing that they push is uh I'm thinking it's not exactly, well, it is kind of like manifestation, but it's envisioning your race before you do it. I'm trying to oh. think about that. About that I visualization. Yes. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I do it all the time. So I feel you. Visualization. And it worked like really well for me. And what led me to like meditation was making me realize like how I try to like speed up my visualization because I always feel like I need to like go or like I need to do something. So like forcing myself to like sit and just do nothing for like five minutes has proven to be one of the hardest things that I've like taken on. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so incredible that you meditate. Like I didn't even think you were a meditator. That's so cool. Cause I like, I'm literally like trying to make myself get into the practice of meditating regularly again, because I, it is so beneficial to not only like helping you manage stress, helping you better understand yourself, just helping you have that space to just be and exist without like the pressure of everything else that we put on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And but like you said, because it's something that like you are telling yourself to sit down and do nothing, but be with your breath. It's like, excuse me, bitch. Like what? Like we have Netflix and Instagram. Like, why do we need, like we got TikTok. Like why are we going to sit and breathe and woosaw for mm -hmm. like, who is this helping? Like what, what? But yeah, like it's so, I feel like every time I meditate, I learn more about myself or like, I just like 
get time to just even think like spend time to look at the thoughts that I have when I'm just like sitting there and trying to understand like just feeling who is it that is here just breathing which is me um and that is so I feel like visualization is so underrated because it's like one of those things that helps you I feel like when you are prepping for a race because then you really think about jumping off of the board and streamlining into the water and doing your whole thing and flipping back and you play that over and over in your head that when you're on the board and that gunshot goes off Mm -hmm. then it's like you're just your 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 first instinct is to do what you've been training your mind you know and it's so much it's like easier to just have that instinct because you've been training for that moment like over and over and over in your head that when that moment is there you don't have that hesitation because like you've been just like visualizing that process so clearly and then you see it manifest in front of you and then that is like the most rewarding feeling ever because it's like you saw the vision you executed the vision and now we here exactly i think that like uh showed up for me when I went to my first world championships which was in South Korea I was shaking <laughs> the entire time I can imagine was that your I mean was that your first time in South Korea I'm assuming yeah it, yeah not just in South Korea but also just like at world championships one just being in a room full of like the fastest people in history and then having to like go up because it was also like um on tv and everything and I was like oh this is a lot at once <laughs> Yes, I can only imagine. And you're representing St. Martin, which is like the first time ever, you know, St. Martin is even, they're like, what this little island doing here? You mean Jamaica? No. <laughs> We're all Jamaica. We're all just extensions of Jamaica. Of Jamaica, I feel you. They're like, I'm St. Martin. You mean that one little pretty rock we go to for parties? They have people that swim competitively? <laughs> Who would have thought? I guess, how was it preparing for South Korea? Oh, I just wanted to say, this is actually the second time St. Martin won. I'm the, I'm the first female, but the first was Vadim Semkil. Yeah. Sweet. He's a, yeah, he's a teammate of mine who was also on Carib Swim Team. He was the first person, I believe, to go. And he's actually long distance. So he did like the 400 free, I think. And then I went by myself to South Korea. He went to China. I went to South Korea. And then me and my sister went to Dubai. That is so cool. I guess, like, how was it going to South Korea and, like, being in a competition that is, like, internationally televised with, like you said, the fastest people in history? It was, first of all, South Korea is, like, beautiful. Like, it it was, like, so, like, high-tech and everything was clean and, like, so well-managed. It was, like, amazing. The Athletes Village itself was stunning because it was like brand new buildings I think it was like six buildings that had like 30 floors each or something that were just like chocked full of like athletes from different countries um and they had like everything that we could need inside of a of the athletes but it had like free dental that like a hairstyle it was like a little city just for the athletes so that was like so cool Mm -hmm. but the competition itself that was crazy. Like I, like I follow these people on Instagram. They have like millions of followers. So I remember one time, I'll just throw her name out there because she's like a huge person. But Simone um, Manuel, she was like, is she a record holder? Let me not, let me not get into that because I don't want to like misspeak. 
but <laughs> I don't want to like confuse her with someone else. I remember I was talking to my mom because she came as like a representative and I was like, this girl who looks like Simone Manuel just like cut in front of me in line and I looked at her name tag and I was like, is that Simone Manuel? And it was crazy. But I was like, is she like a real person? Like, like she's like- actually standing in front of me? <laughs> she's not she's on the gram? I feel it's crazy i feel like when you meet people that you look up to in person because you're like holy shit like they're actually real like you can touch them like damn like it's like i remember when i first like saw the microsoft ceo in person like i couldn't even i wanted to say hello so badly but i was so in shock that it was him and he was so close to me that i like couldn't even say anything because i was just like this is impossible this cannot be happening like he's not right there like he's right there like i can touch brody He's right there. That is so. (laughs) Yeah, no, like he he does not know who I am. I have tried. Brody does not know I exist. (laughs) But I guess like how was it actually? Because I feel like I would be so nervous, like repping my country on like such a big competition. Like how, how did you manage the nerves? Oh my gosh, the nerves were horrible because like for one like everyone there was like older than me i was like 17 when i went so i feel like wild 20 like 3 to like 30 maybe was like most of them because they were just like in their prime and just like huge and muscular and just like and you're like i'm just a teenager i'm here (laughs) what's up yeah literally so even when i went to like warm up i was scared to like jump in the pool with them because they're just swimming so fast and they're like about to cause like a whirlpool i'm like do i really want to get in the middle of this but yeah for the competition itself i don't even think i could have like slept the night before because i was just like so scared but the visualization helped me so much so by the time that i went up my mom she was in the like a like the spectators because you know how you have like the spectators from outside and they have like people yeah. with the teams she got like a closer view of like what was going on she's like oh you look so confident when you went up there and you finished your race and i was like really i was like shaking like, like i'm shitting my myself but it's good i look cool <laughs> <laughs> but i think that was a visualization like helping me it felt familiar but i was terrified like the entire time like i don't even know how i could describe it honestly I mean, it was incredible to see. Like, you were phenomenal. Like, yeah, like your mom said, like, you didn't look scared at all. Like, you looked like you were super confident and just in your zone. And, like, it was incredible to see. I guess, like, how was it then going to Dubai with your sister? For my sister, I'm really glad that I was there for her because it is really scary. And to have someone else there who's, like, done it before, especially, like, your older sister, your little older sister who's done this before who can, like, walk you through it. Um, I'm really glad I was there to, like, make it a little bit better for her. But I was a little bit more familiar with the setup. I wasn't as nervous. I was still super nervous, but it wasn't, like, brand new to me. So I still had some idea. I even recognized some people from the year before. So I was like, are we just going like, to I know other? you. <laughs> I was like, are we going to see each other, like, once a year, just, like, at every World Champs? Because this is, like, really cool. But um, that was better it was it was really nice we didn't have an athlete's village in dubai we kind of just had a we're on yas island that's what it's called and it was just a bunch of hotels where the athletes were being held and then the arena and then like a it was just like a touristy kind of area so we weren't really like um submerged in like dubai culture because it was just Mm. athletes so it was like the hotel i see i see you know Mm -hmm. 
nowadays like what does the life of a swimmer look like like do you still have to wake up at 5 a.m and train every day and then go i'm assuming you're in college now so then you go to your college classes and then you train more after class like how how does your day work now as a swimmer i'm not swimming doubled i am still doing uh swimming in the gym so actually started since i started working like more recently i'd work in the morning and then i would have classes in the afternoon but since I have a little more flexibility with my workout schedule, I'll work out in between classes and then again afterwards instead of like at the very beginning of the day and then at the end. So it's like more in the middle of the day and then something like lighter uh, at the end of the day. That's what it looks like. And I guess like how does the season look for you or has it slowed down with like COVID and everything? Uh, what do you mean? Like with the amount of competitions? Yeah, yeah, like the amount of competitions that you have to train for or um, just like overall, like, because like, you remember you were saying like in St. Martin, like you had like the summers where like you still had like that intensive training. Do you still have to do that now or is it just a completely different um, cadence? It's still kind of like that now. Right now I'm looking at not so much like smaller competitions, but competitions to qualify for world championships again. I'm not... Mm. Which I think would be like in the next, I can't even name which month that would be, but looking more at those rather than like smaller ones. Okay, because I remember you qualified for the Olympics, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> which is um, like, I mean, a pretty big thing to qualify for. Like, holy hell, like months. that's freaking awesome. Like, that is so freaking cool. Yeah, and then I didn't tell anyone, but that's actually one case when I'm. I'm actually like glad I didn't toot my own horn because it was like, like, not too good to be true. But I was like, whoa, this is like really big. So I wanted to be very careful with it. I didn't want to just find out and then like let. Be like, I'm an Olympian. Everybody, hear me. (laughs) Yeah, we were getting ready to see if we could make that happen. And one thing about me, I'll keep my mouth shut. (laughs) So I was like, when I get that ticket in my hand to go to Tokyo then I'll post it on Facebook until then. But then COVID and paperwork and it was a mess. So it ended up not happening, which is one of the reasons I'm glad I didn't actually tell anyone because I didn't want anyone to be like, hey, so what happened with that thing that you were talking about? Like that kind of way. So, but I'm like, now I can talk about it, I guess. I feel. But I guess like, how does it work? So when you're qualified for the Olympics, that clearly... So what does that mean when you when you when it's when you say you qualify the, for the Olympics? Does that mean like you have a shot to apply to be in the Olympics or does that mean like you're pretty much in and then it's just about like the St. Martin like registering to like be a, a country within like the Olympics? Uh, so when I went, when I qualified, it was in 2019 for world championships. And because the Olympics was a very following year. Uh, the world championships acted as a qualifying meet. So if you did well there, you could oh, go okay. So I did uh, earn that like qualification. It's just we had to do the rest of the paperwork because I actually found out that we're not really a part of the Olympic Federation. So it was then about like, oh, now that we're qualified, let's begin becoming a like Olympic Federation kind of thing. But we weren't able to get it done in time. And I'm not even too mad about it. Because I'm just glad that we, like, got the process started. So even if it's not me, like, because I'm sure, I tell, like, the young girls, like, on the swim team at St. Martin, I know you want to be like me, but you should be better. (laughs) 
That's awesome, so though. If, like, one of them is able to go to the Olympics, at least I got, like, the process started for them. I, like, cut the grass a little bit so they can, like, yeah. <laughs> go. Well, who has to do that? Is that, like, the government or, like, the Department of Sports that has to make us a, an Olympic, like, a part of the Olympic Federation? I think it's, like, a combination because the island has a swim federation specifically. We have a swim federation and then we have, like, a sports federation so i think those two work together something like that okay mm -hmm. well clearly the adults need to get it figured out because clearly st martin has the talent like you qualify like the fact that you qualified just goes to show you like how incredible our sports programs are because you grew up in st martin for crying out loud and like you qualified like that is so incredible like i'm so proud of you like that is so phenomenal and like even though it didn't work out in the end like that's still that is incredible like that is just so cool because if you did it once sis you could do it again that's all i got to say like you did it once you could do it again i'm trying to see you in the olympics so i can be like that's my girl that's my girl that's right. Like St. Martin got Olympians too. It ain't just Jamaica, you know. Oh we got God. our own Olympians like, out let me, here. Let me just say really quick: the Jamaican Olympian Aliyah Atkinson, who like retired um, after World Championships, where I met her again. Like God bless her soul. Like quick story time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I met her um, while doing Karifta when in like maybe 2000. 15? I don't even know, but I was like maybe 14 at the time. I'm not going to do this math right now. I was younger <laughs> than I am right now. <laughs> it was because Krifta is like a Caribbean thing and she's like, yeah. Korea, so they had her as a guest, like motivational speaker or something on Krifta. And I remember she saw my race because I made finals for, uh, I think it was like 200 meters butterfly or something she saw my race and I remember I like bombed that race like it was horrible like by the time I was done with that race I want I was just like I'm going back to my room I'm not having dinner I'm just gonna go to sleep <laughs> it was that kind of day I was like it's a wrap we're done <laughs> um after she saw my race she came up to me and she was like whoa I saw your race and I was like oh no <laughs> you're like oh my god I'm embarrassed I'm, I'm sorry you didn't need to see that like, like it wasn't so a good day to witness that but she was like, no, I saw, like, your tenacity because I saw, like, you start out really strong and then you died, but you, like, pulled through. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you. And she asked me if I had, like, a competitive uh, a racing suit, uh, which I didn't. I was actually one of the few girls in the competition who didn't. I was just racing in my training suit, which is, like, a regular swimsuit. I don't know if you've seen, like, the competitive suits, but they're, like, down to your knees. Yeah, well, those See, I don't even like, know there's a difference. There is. This is why I need to talk to you. <laughs> Because training suits, which are just regular swimsuits or um, not regular swimsuits, they're like swimming swimsuits or specific bikinis, those can be like yeah. up to like $60, $70. But a competitive suit, which comes down to your knees, can run like, I don't know, up to like 700 sometimes more. So I didn't have one of those. So she asked me if I wanted one. And I was just like, not only am I talking to my idol, she just offered me her racing suit. And I think she was like the first black woman in swimming history to hold like some records oh my or something. God. so many records she's like a queen honestly but she gave me the suit i have broke down in tears <laughs> as if it i would too i broke that down is in so tears. cool and then she asked me if it fit and i told her i did and then she gave me another one <laughs> 
And then I got to actually see her at world championships when she was competing. And I was like, do you remember me? You gave me a... And I was wearing the suit that she gave me for the race where I was like shaking. <laughs> so she really like blessed me. It was like foreshadowing. I don't know, but that was amazing. I saw her that again. so amazing. I saw her again in Dubai when I actually also didn't have a tech suit. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to have to do this in my training suit. But she actually gifted me another tech suit and like two she gifted me two tech suits again and then two training suits and I was like I will never be able to repay you I will name my child after you thank you <laughs> <laughs> like literally looking out for black girls in the sport thank you queen <laughs> that is how it should be though like that is so beautiful I'm so happy you shared that with me because that is such a beautiful story and like queens uplifting queens and it's like i feel like that's what it should be about you know what i mean like, I, like it's a competition yes but it's like at the end of the day like we're here to be great like we're here because we love the sport and like as a caribbean woman to support caribbean women like oh my god that makes my heart like oh my god you're gonna make me cry like that is so beautiful but she does that is incredible like i know with that like so uh... amazing with the African countries that are sometimes like underfunded with like swimming federation, like they'll show up and you can see that they don't have like the nicest swimsuits or the nicest, whatever. And she will like, as cause she's sponsored by like all these huge brands as like a world record holder. So she has like extras. Connects. She literally just go up to them and be like, do you need a racing suit? And I just happened to be like a lucky person that ran into her as many times as I did. (laughs) She just gifted them to me. But that's so awesome, though, like to have someone that's using her platform to uplift others like that is the whole point. Like to me, that is the whole point of like being a human and like being on this earth is like to help each other grow and be our best because it's like like why compete with someone when you know they're not competing at their best? Because then it's not really a fair win. You know what I mean? Like, you know that you have an advantage that's helping you beat them. That's maybe like if they had the same luxuries as you wouldn't have been the case and to see someone that's like you know what I have this privilege and I know how you know much work it took me to get to where I need to be I want to help others grow like oh my god she is a queen she really is and it's so sad that she like retired this year but she's been at it for like a while she's been doing the thing she deserves a little break <laughs> I feel swim world on her back I feel I feel I guess like as a swimmer do you ever get tired of the water and you're just like I don't even I don't even want to look at it I don't even want to touch water Ugh. uh if I've been in the flow of it no although I do have like a problem with like motion sickness and seasickness like just standing really for like two minutes okay okay to throw up but if I haven't I think I took a break like a couple times where I would like not swim for like two weeks or so if I did that and I got back in the water and I was like, oh, like <laughs> I would get like motion sickness in the pool. That's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, if I have to do like open water competitions in the ocean, it's like a 50-50. Like, am I about to barf before we even start? Am I about to make it all the way through? Yeah. Lol. Lol. I guess I'm curious because like as a woman swimmer, obviously, you know, girls, we have monthly visitors that 
society likes to think we chose for fun <laughs> for some reason yeah. you know like every girl is out here like yes give me a period yay um i guess like how is it being a female swimmer that also has like you know we have periods that we have to deal with on the regular that we can't really control i guess how does that impact your practice at all or does that our coach is pretty like understanding or do they just make you take birth control and then you like don't have periods at all um I think with the coaches, I feel like if you make them uncomfortable and you're like, hey, I'm having a lady problems, sometimes you can get them to be like, oh, don't want to talk about it. Sure, do your thing, <laughs> that kind of way. But for me personally, um, it doesn't really impact uh, my swimming. I think at the last World Championships, I was actually on my flow while I was competing. So that was fun. Um, but if anything, it I feel like it makes me swim faster because like, really? in pain, it's like... I want to like swim faster so I can find pain any somewhere else. I'm not wearing this. Interesting to like distract you from it. I see. I see. Cause for me, I'm like, I don't even, when I'm close to my period, I don't even want to be near a gym. Like I just want to lay down and like be cuddled. (laughs) I had that when I took my break, when I was like out of like swimming, then it was like, Oh, I don't really want to get back into it. But because I've just been doing it for so long, it's just, it doesn't really affect my performance too much. And I don't know if this is a weird question, but I'm assuming are, are tampons with swimmers use? Like, I don't, I don't know what you guys do. Like, is, uh, that, is, that, is that how do you guys deal with like, that? I don't know if like TMI. I personally don't use tampons. I just use like a menstrual cup because I feel like that's like okay, okay, efficient. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, tampon. You can't really swim with a pad. So that's what yeah. I was saying. I was like, what do you, what are, what are, what are they using? Menstrual cup, cool. Menstrual cup, but also when you're in the water, like the the pressure kind of like holds it, so you won't like really bleed into the water. If that makes sense. Okay, cool. Cause yeah, I was like, I don't know. Like, are there horror stories? I'm like, I that would be like my biggest fear. Like, if I had to swim on my period, is like I get out of the pool and then it's like shark attack land, and everyone's like staring (laughs) at me, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm dying. What has happened to a couple like teammates where they get out the water? And we're like, hey, you're standing in a puddle that is pink. <laughs> but we'll have their back. Well, like, it's really like no biggie. That's good. That's awesome. Because I could, I could only imagine, like, I would be so embarrassed. But it's so amazing that, like, there is a sense of a companionship. Because I know girls can be mean, you know? I guess, like, have you had that experience with, like, uh, girls, like, being super competitive and just, like, being catty or nasty in competitions? girls I feel like that's more well in my experience at least not really I feel like it was more the guys like talking shit to each other but the girls that I've encountered not really no they've actually been like really nice that's good because I feel like we always have like the the stigma that girls are mean to one another but it's always good to hear that when girls are actually supporting each other and not like trying to tear each other down because the world will do that already on its own you know what I mean um but that's cool yeah I don't think I've been to a competition where I feel like because you know like when you sit next to each other like before you go yeah. I think I've been in a position where I feel like I can't ask the girl next to me to like help me put on my cap or anything like they'll just do it oh, awesome yeah. awesome yeah that's awesome because I I would always be so nervous especially like those big competitions that like the other countries that are very competitive you know what I mean or very strict um would maybe not so be so nice um at world champs i mean there are like the big um 
countries in the big teams like USA, Canada, China who show up with like 30 swimmers and a masseuse and a coach and an assistant coach and a this and a that. And then there's me who just showed up to like world champs with like my mom <laughs> and my sisters. And you're like, this is the team. This squad. <laughs> this, is the team. this is exactly the and team. And we to get the W. That's, that's awesome though. I guess like, has your mom been like your biggest supporter throughout your career journey and has she always been at like all of your competitions every competition like she pushed me when I wasn't doing it because she's the one who drove me to practice because I didn't get my license until I was 16 that's when I was in Florida so the entire time I was on St. Martin my mom was getting up at four with me to drive me and then drive me to school and drive me to the gym and then drive me home and like paying all like paying for swimsuits and the equipment and she was at every competition with a timer in her hand and she actually joined like the swim board just super involved in everything that I did love it that is so awesome we love supportive moms I swear like it's crazy like how many things moms do and it's like when I talk to all of these amazing girls and I hear about how like their moms have just been so supportive in their journey like it just makes me so happy because it's like it's so important to have parents that are involved and like actually give a shit about what you're doing and like are supportive and are cheering you on and are there to be like sis you were off a second this time what is going on (laughs) what are we doing every competition from taking me to learn how to swim in carib to like flying to korea and dubai with me like all of it and the other moms will tell you like she is known because she's a teacher at um st martin academy she's a science teacher cxc science all of that good stuff she would like take me to practice and show up with like a stack of papers and just sit on the sidelines and just grade her papers every day and then when i get out she'd be like all right let's go home and that was just her life love it to and from and getting ready for competitions incredible incredible is your long-term dream to then be a writing consultant and work in pr or in the, or like are you is that like plan b if you are like okay maybe i don't want to go down the whole like to be an olympian uh journey that i feel like sis i'm like go go try it like i want to see you those are definitely options. I think for a while I wanted to just be like a fitness model because I absolutely loved like modeling and taking pictures. When I was on the island last summer, I met this girl and named Kenzira who has like a Instagram page called That Girl with a Camera. And she was like looking for models. And when I met her, we just like clicked because we were both like super high energy. And I remember I knew in that moment that I was like, I think I want to model because she was like, okay, I want to get up in the morning and I want us to hike to like where the natural pool is, like over a bunch of like hills and stuff and take a bunch of different pictures of you. I hate hiking. Cute. I don't enjoy it at all. But I was like, immediately, yes. Just tell me which swimsuit to bring. I'll be there. <laughs> I mean, and you're ripped. So it's like, I could see it. I could see it. Like you got the body for it. Like you ripped. <laughs> Like, I'm, like, trying to get abs like you. Like, I'm just like, what do I need to do? But, yeah, swimming is, like, a full body sport. So, like, I was almost self-conscious of it, like, growing up. Because I just have, like, big shoulders. (laughs) Just, like, in proportion. I mean, you have to as a swimmer. Because I feel like, isn't that normally the thing? They're like, oh, like, female swimmers are, like, flat-chested and, like, have broad, manly shoulders. But I feel like your bod is still hella feminine. You got, you know, curvature and... Because like in some swimsuits, I like it looks like weird. Like in the racing suits, 
that she gave me, they're created for a flat chest, like more of a European body, I guess. So on me, it looks like it's just too small, <laughs> even though it would be like, even if it's like my size, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that right now. But yeah, I guess like, do you have any tips or advice for young girls that want to be swimmers or are like looking up to you and they're like, sis, how do I be like you or like they're just you know inspired by your journey because I feel like it's absolutely incredible and I'm so honored that I was so lucky to meet you when I did because like to just see how far you've grown in your own area like it's so inspiring and it, it makes me so proud because I'm so happy I love to see our same earners doing so well in like so many different things because I'm like yes like tell them because I'm so sick of our adults like not recognizing our greatness like it pisses me off to my core talking about I swear to God. what do you mean like they they just don't recognize like the incredible talent that St. Martin has and it like breaks my heart and that's why I'm so I feel so blessed to know all of you guys because it's like you guys are so freaking cool, bruh. Like, you're so cool. And I get to know you. And we all get to come from this, like, small, cool little island in the middle of the Caribbean that nobody knows about except us. You know what I mean? It's like we're in this cool little club and people don't understand it. And I guess, like, do you have any advice or tips for, yeah, like, young girls that are looking up to you and they're like, I want to be like her? Because, like, I feel like a lot of the time, like, you know, as black girls, like we can look up to, you know, Simone Biles for gymnastics. And like, there's so many other, you know, like Serena Williams and just all of these incredible athletes, but like to have our own, to have our own athletes, like Swaligan athletes that we can look up to and be like, these are our queens. Um, it makes me so freaking happy. Like I cannot, I don't even know how to express my joy and just like excitement. Um, but yeah, like, do you have any, like, what do you say to girls that like, want to be like you? Girls that want to be like me, like with the girls on the swim team, I automatically tell them like, don't try to be like me. You try to be better. <laughs> Honestly, like, don't put me as like the standard. You should definitely try to be, go farther with it. Um, beautiful. It might sound a little cliche, but literally just get started. Like, just find something you like and get started. Like, if you do want to be a swimmer, just start swimming. You don't have to start, like, competing, but just start, like, going to the beach and, like, or doing laps at a pool. Just literally just getting started. Because once you get, like, the ball rolling, it's easier to just, like, keep going with the momentum. And then you, like, find people along the way who are, like, doing the same thing as you. But literally just getting started. I feel... I think that is like find something you love and just try and see where it goes and to see like how, I'm just so excited. I want to see you in the Olympics so badly. Like these people, I'm low key irritated that our government can't figure out how to just get us in the Olympics. I'm like y'all, y'all drop the ball. I'm a little mad at them, but you know it's what? Okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Need more time to like train to prep. Yeah, exactly. Better. That's how I see it, honestly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like they say, good things take time, right? Or mm -hmm. good, good things come to those who wait, or something like that. Something, work, something. Yeah, yeah. But like, how can people who want to follow along your journey and like see um, what it's like to train with you when you're like sharing your journey on your Instagram or whatever? Like, how can folks stay connected on your journey as an athlete or just? just to see all the amazing things that you do and all the competitions that you will be in. 
how can folks follow along? I kind of started with like YouTube because I did post one uh, video on how I take care of my hair as a black, you know, swimmer. Incredible. Uh, I didn't sit down to like edit all the videos. So that's not really like a spot they could go to either. Um, the main place that I post is like Facebook because I feel like that's just like the news port for the island. For St. <laughs> Martin, I feel you. But um, I had a athletes page specifically but for some reason they will not allow me to post they were just like you're not allowed to use this page anymore so i've just been using my personal facebook profile which feels so unprofessional but it's also like the only way i can like get word out there so right now just like my facebook profile and my instagram sweet and what is your instagram for folks so my instagram it. is really underscore the underscore Illist spelled I L L I S T for Illist Tatiana. That's so lit. I like that. The Illist, you know, like yeah, because I am hella cool.